When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Wow, just like that. Time for another hour of talking real money. Hello, everybody. I'm Don. That's Tom. We talk real money. We talk it live on Saturdays. We talk it on podcasts all the time. We do. We talk a lot. We really do. That's all we do. We sit around and talk. Eight about real money. Eight five five nine three five talk is our phone number. Speaking of talking, eight five five nine three five eight two five five. Now I, I want to uh, before we move on with this episode of Talking Real Money, the podcast, or this hour of the show, I want to make something really clear. In the last hour or Isn't the last it, uh, perfectly episode, perfectly clear, perfectly clear. I don't know. Really clear. Make this perfectly clear. Okay, go ahead. clearer than I made mm-hmm. it before. Yes. Um, if you have money that you absolutely must have in six months or 12 months or 18 months, and you absolutely must have it, you cannot stand to watch it fluctuate in value whatsoever. Then it needs to be in something that can't fluctuate. And you need to accept pitiful returns for that low, low, low risk. If you're in a well-diversified portfolio of stocks and bonds, no, you don't sell your bonds based on a belief that interest rates might rise in the future. You see, I don't know that they'll rise. You don't know that they'll rise. Nobody knows that they will rise in the future. It's just that if you must have the money and they do rise, then a bond portfolio may very well lose you a little bit of money in the short run. May. The key word is may. We know nothing for sure. You must maintain your discipline in your portfolio and own stocks and bonds because the bonds, while they may go down, are still, over the long run, going to behave far better than stocks tend to behave. And by the way, the bonds going down won't go down, if history is a guide, anything near what uh, stocks will do. And by the way, this kind of gets to the aspect of what is investing. Because a lot of people think investing is just what you said, responding to interest rates, responding to viruses, responding to economic downturn, whatever it is that they feel like they need. I got to do something now because of that. And talk to a few people this week that that sadly um, last spring, and we know people did, sold their oh, we've a lot, talked a to sizable, plenty on the show too. a sizable amount of their stocks. Right. And then they they said, well, like, I got to put the money somewhere. I'll put it in bonds because those are the safe place. Right. And they did that. Just in time to see bonds get crushed. In fact, the Vanguard looked this up. The Vanguard long-term treasury bond fund in the last year, yeah. it's down 14%. Let's now, remember, it gone something. up about 10% in the first part of the first quarter of last year as well. Let's make ahead. something, again, perfectly clear. Crystal clear. Yes. 
sparklingly, refreshingly clear, like a fizzy soda. Uh, we want to make this really clear. We would never suggest anyone go in a long-term bond fund, but a lot of people do because what they do is they go look at the numbers online and they yep. go, oh, the long-term bond fund, well, that's yielding 3.5%, and that short term's only yielding 2 so I'm going to go with the long-term because it's making more money. Uh-uh. Risky, yeah, and that's riskier. what happens. So that's one part of it. The other part is we were not telling people to sell stocks and buy bonds a year ago. In fact, quite the opposite. We were selling bonds because they were now out of whack. They had gone up a lot and stocks had gone down. That's disciplined rebalancing, not responding to what's going on in the market. Yeah, thank you, Don, for pointing that out. The Vanguard Intermediate Term Treasury in the last year is down 1%. The Vanguard Short-Term Treasury is actually up a little bit in the last year. So short and intermediate term bonds make sense. Governments make sense because they're going to always pay you back. But what does not make sense is responding to whatever's going on today because uh, last week it felt we're horrible, responding horrible. to whatever has been going on. Yeah, exactly. It's it's not a matter of what this is all going to mean because you just pointed out we don't know we do know that many of you really freaked out last spring people have used that word like i freaked mm-hmm. out because this is this was a virus this is something we never faced this and my take always is well the next crisis will be something new too but stocks will go down they may not go down 30 whatever percent in 20 trading days it was a very dramatic decrease they may but the crisis will always be there your portfolio is built for you not for what you think is coming down the road, because nobody knows what's coming down the road. And, That's the point. And while past represents potential for the future, they don't repeat exactly. And a great example is 1987, big crash, lasted yeah. about a day. 2000, One quarter of the market. Yeah. 2008, big crash, lasted more than a year. 2020 crash lasted less than a month. You just don't know when these will occur, and you have no idea how long they will last. Tom and Don are talking real money. Is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry, we can help. Just set up a free, no obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch guaranteed. That's V E S T O R Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Well, our lines are open, so please give us a call. I'm just sitting here waiting. Hey, Seattle. Come on, I know you're out there. <laughs> hey, look, I realize it's a, it's a sunny day, but on all those rainy days, I was there for you. Every weekend, we're here. You know? I love that. And this love is from, from, the most, from Seattle's most famous talk show host. I think that's probably true, yeah. Frazier. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Good line. <laughs> I, and you know, I said, the show holds up really well, I, 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 except for the 4-3 aspect ratio. Yeah, that didn't they shoot all that stuff on film? Was so they could do? I mean, like Seinfeld's widescreen. What's wrong with the? I know. know, They probably did it on three video cameras instead of uh, the the film. So, give the number though. I'm going to give the number. Frazier. I don't give it if you. I don't have Frazier. Give the number to Frazier. 
I, you know, actually, what I should do is send his voice into the computer voice oh, people. That's a great and then, idea. No, that would be illegal. I couldn't do that. And by the way, just so that we cut, we cover the fair use. That was from Frasier, which is on Paramount Plus, and uh, we just use that fair use to make fun of it. There you go, and plug the show because there's going to be a new Frasier coming out on Paramount Plus. I will not be watching. So why not? You didn't I, like the show? You know what? I get an hour of television a day. I there's it's just so there's so many things. I know, I know. We just know. got we already told her we just got done watching Poldark, which I loved. It's I, a British but I'm so, masterpiece theater thing. So. I am so hoping we can stop watching Grace Anatomy and replace it with something. I hope your wife's not listening. Well, you said she's out of the house, so you're okay. Well, she could still be listening because you can listen to us live anywhere oh, in the country. Ways, yes. Yeah, yeah true. So it's no longer just we're not stuck in one. Town. I know my. My wife's not listening, so I'm no, she, okay. No, she doesn't enjoy listening to your show. No, she does not. All right. Uh, 855-935-TALK is our phone number. You can also send questions in at TalkingRealMoney.com. You can record them or you can type them, and then we will use the latest in modern technology to digitize your voice. At least we'll have it gender accurate. What do you think of the new Vanguard Ultra short-term bond ETF? Is this as safe as a money market fund? The new ultra short-term bond fund from Vanguard. What's the ticker? I, oh, he, went he, didn't, by... he didn't give the ticker. Uh, oh. I looked it up, but I need to pull it back up because I had to change tickers on that other thing. Morningstar. It is new. It just came out. Vanguard oh. Ultra. It's uh, ultra. It's going to be a lot safer than the. It's the, the ultra short-term bond. Here we go. It is. V-U-S-F-X for the mutual fund. Wait a minute. V-U-S? Uh-huh. Okay. And then for the ETF, it is V-U-S-B. And the yield is... <laughs> i got to find it here. The expense ratio on 1. the... 1.2, I'm, I'm seeing. Yeah, 1.2. I just found it. Just boy, mm -hmm. came up slow. Uh, yeah. and, uh, low expenses, which is what we expected. The portfolio is, I'm going to look it up right trying now. Trying to find that. Yeah. Oh, it here we go. is about, well, it's very light government. It's mostly corporate and securitized paper with an average duration of, holy cow, less than a year. That is ultra short. Yeah. I mean, these are corporations that are probably issuing that debt, uh, just for very money. short term cash mm -hmm. needs. Well, but also sometimes for tax reasons too. They have money offshore. They got to bring it back. I've read about this before. So I think that's, it's going to be safe. super, super, super safe. Um, yeah. very, very little volatility because again, remember with a funder and ETF, as old bonds leave the portfolio, as they mature out, Vanguard is going out into the market and buying new bonds of similar quality similar duration at the prevailing rate. So if the rate has crept up a little, they're going to increase your yield, even if you've had a fractional loss in net asset value. Does it make you nervous that there have been so many both government and corporate bond sales this year? As long as there are buyers... Um, no, it doesn't make me nervous. Okay, because there'd been there'd been a ton. I forget the numbers, but, but I read I, the buyers are still there. In fact, there was a, I think it was a piece in the journal today. I believe it talking was, yes. about how robust yep. the demand still is for U.S. government paper, even at today's low rates. 
in uh, overseas, overseas. Is up still a ton of it. China, the UK, and I forget the third buy up and a yeah, lot of this stuff. And again, I'm, this is not predictive in any any way, but you have to think about it for a minute. Look at the entire globe. Look at all of the economies on the planet. Still, despite all of our issues, and we have them just like everybody else on the planet, despite all of our issues, which nation on the planet has the highest level of corporate, government, and military stability? It's still the U.S., we have a very diverse economy. Uh, we are much bigger than, than the European Union really in terms of our economic output. We're still far bigger than China in terms of our economic outlook and the political stability of the United States is far above that of, of China. Despite recent events, no Russia's question. not but, even a player. Russia's not yeah. even a player. Yeah, that, so you're right. So we should have confidence. But that said, now remember, still, when you look at the value of companies, it's about half in the United States, half outside. Oh my Not gosh, the economic the, output. The latest the numbers, the latest market cap numbers that I just got a few days ago show that the U.S. now is 57. Oh, it's gone percent. up a lot. Then. Wow, uh, the last it, few years. Yeah, as a matter of fact, a couple of yeah. years ago it was 49. For the U.S. Yeah, now we're up long to ago. 57. By the way, that's a, but that tells you something. A me- that's a measure of the currency, but also the the fact that our stock markets have gone up more than others relatively. There's the message, and that is an important message. It doesn't mean that because the U.S. economy has been the choice of the world uh, from a, a, a corporate standpoint for a few years, that that will continue that the the market cap split that really makes them uh, when you look at the other numbers the output numbers and the like the market cap split that makes most sense is still closer to 50-50 rather than 57-43 and therefore if you underweight international markets dramatically we believe you're making a huge mistake well plus you're buying high and i mean you you should be buying the thing that hasn't done as well which are the internationals? International haven't done it nearly as well as the United States. So if you're buying more U.S., you're buying after it's gone up more. That's Same story of it. the past decade, where uh, where in value stocks, by the end oh. of well, by by 2020, value stocks were a pariah. <laughs> Nobody wanted to own value. Well, remember, stocks we anymore. had the very famous uh, value hedge fund manager quit. Uh, I think it was like last September or something. Right, gave up. Said that this doesn't work anymore. Value's just in dead. time for them to. And, and value Go came roaring up. back. Yeah. That is why, the, and the, all of these stories are the reasons why you need to be globally diversified and quit trying to pick the right place at the right time. 855-935-TALK. That's our number. Give us a call. Tom and Don are talking real money. Set your course for a great future with a free copy of our 60-page Better Retirement Guidebook at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. I have to warn you that if AI takes over, you have no one but yourselves to blame. You're out frivolously enjoying the sunny Seattle weather while the robots 
are working diligently, taking, usurping your position as callers at 855-935-TALK. Give us an example. I I was going to. I I thought you wanted to say something. You had that look like you wanted to say something. Well, I was going to, I was going, I was going to talk about trading stocks like, like the Hertz trade the last few days, but we'll let that. No, we can go to that one. Well, let's do that. No, I think that's really good. Let's Uh, do that one. We'll get to our computer in a minute. I loved this yesterday in the Wall Street Journal. There is a story in which Hertz states categorically, we are bankrupt. There will be no money left for shareholders. Common stock shareholders, they made it, they couldn't have made it more clear. Common and yet, stock shareholders will be wiped out. Waiting for the butt here. Now, what would you expect the stock price would do when they come out clearly and say, the stock is worthless. I don't care what you're trading it for right now, which at the time it was about a buck and a quarter a share. It's worthless. What, what do you think the stock price should have done after that announcement? You would, you would think that would plummet right to somewhere right around zero or penny stock. I mean, you like would think two that. Two cents or something. You yeah, would think you that. Would. But because, because we live in the bizarro world of Robin Hood and Reddit and Wall Street bets, the idiots that populate these forums, and I'm sorry, you're a bunch of dolts. You really are. You're buying bankrupt companies with some sort of, I, I don't know, magical thinking? Oh, but if Cars I, are going to appear out of nowhere or something? But or if what? I sprinkle enough money on Hertz, it'll grow, and, and, and I'll get some magic beans to plant, too. Hertz went up yesterday from about a dollar and a quarter a share. To about a dollar seventy-five a share. Wait, so it went up by like twenty, thirty percent. I mean, that's 30, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, really, yeah, yeah. Oh. The the board of directors at Hertz pretty much guaranteed you're going to lose everything, and you went, oh, "I'm going to double down on that hundred percent loss. I want more losing. Give me more losses. I need a tax write-off." I wonder how big the trade was to make it move like that. I mean, how much how much people have to uh, oh, yeah. buy to do that. that? Gosh, you ask these. Well, uh, and, I mean, here's the other thing, because there was a piece also, I think it may have been yesterday, the day before in the journal, talking about the rental car business in general. They had to sell off or give give you know get rid of all. I didn't realize they borrowed money to, to, to own all these vehicles, to lease all these cars. They had to get rid of a lot of them. Now they don't have the cars, so people are going traveling again. They get to wherever and they can't get a car. I mean, I just saw the lines when I was in Phoenix, literally out the door at a couple of the car rental places. Thankfully, I've right, done put, my whole thing You want to put this in perspective? Yesterday's volume was 26 million shares. And what their was it on the day before? Is six, <laughs> their average is 7 million a day. Yeah, okay. So, and get this, that valuation of $1.73 a share at the close of business yesterday gives so, bank the bankrupt Hertz, company that should be worth exactly $0, and they even yeah. say so, a market capitalization of over one quarter of a billion dollars. That is just really wacky. I know. The, the face of it. That's... I mean, I want to use the term stupid. Are you all stupid? Really? You own Hertz? 
That's a lot of shares to change hands, that too, is, by the that way. That is one just day. masochism. So you're still upset about GameStop, so you move on to Hertz? I don't get people's thinking. I really don't. If you own Hertz, could you did you want to share? You want to call us? I just it's really, since I just called you stupid, defend yourself. Come on the they're show. Tell me call. tell me why you're no. not stupid. 855-935 talk. I'll get a Hey dude. Dude, I hey, Because I own you know, I own a thousand shares at a dollar whatever and it went up by fifty cents. That's yeah, why I'm not stupid. I, I'll hey, sell it I, you know, I yeah, I I'm gonna get let me just smoke a little more of this joint. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I, oh, I'll please. remember soon why I bought it. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. I'm going to get in trouble for doing voices again, aren't I? You can count on those comments to come <laughs> I soon. I in more trouble. <laughs> uh, you know what? When you've been doing this as long as I have, you just don't care anymore. I'm Don. That's Tom. We're talking real money. Tom and Don are talking real money. A second opinion could save your life either physically or fiscally. Let one of our Vestry advisors help you save your future at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Oh, I forgot to mention, last night, big night for me, big, big night. Yes. Um, for, Is this I, something you can share on the I air? I can. For the very first time in over uh-huh. a year, I went out to dinner with my wife and my daughter for my wife's birthday last night. Wow. Went out now, to a nice dinner. surviving so far. I, I Well, see, on Monday, I am two weeks past second shot. So I'm feeling pretty good. Feeling pretty good. Hey, I didn't feel pretty good after the second shot. Now, be be prepared. You're getting your second, uh, yeah. Friday, yeah. Oh, I'm not really is it the Moderna? About the whole thing. Yeah, I got to tell you, I was unhappy the day after that show. Well, yeah, and that'll be a week from today. So if I'm yeah. sort of uh, worse than I normally am, then be prepared. Yeah, that may be hard to tell with you. Eight five five nine three five talk is our phone number. Eight five five nine three five eight two five five. He's giving me that look. Brian, you're up. Welcome to Talking Real Money. So um, just saying that 209 countries are getting brand new dollar bills backed by gold. Uh, $680 trillion of gold was brought back to the United States, 640 plane loads. And uh, we are uh, going to a new reset for all of the dollar bills. And we have bits by gold in the satellite. Really? Wow, that's fascinating. I bet you have that on good authority too. Eight five five nine three five. Wow, we have to return to Earth now and uh, continue with the show. But thank you for your call. I want me an aluminum hat. I look good in aluminum, <laughs> and I know what I'm going to hook it to. By the way, <laughs> I have a lot of electricity on the other end. Eight five five nine three five. Talk. Yeah. It's been Thanks. a while since we've had one of those. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Joanne, it's your turn. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Sunshiny. Hi. 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 Um, recently, I rolled uh, some of my 401k to traditional IRA accounts. Those are mm-hmm. pre-tax money. So uh, my question is, uh, what would you recommend for me to uh, invest uh, this uh, the money I rolled to IRA? Uh, I heard Joanne, the show such- before you talk about Vanguard. 
some of the uh, yeah. Here's the thing, Joey. This is this is the the most important thing for any investor to understand. Any investor is that this question, while it makes sense from your perspective, is not the right question. You need to first determine what you want this money to do for you and how much you are comfortable losing at some point in the future to do that. So what is this what is when are, when are you going to need to use this money and how much risk can you stand taking? Um got to turn your got to turn your radio down too. Oh, uh I probably don't need the money uh for probably for a long time. Uh okay. so the risk I'm but I'm very conservative person. So even I don't need the money, but I kind of don't like to lose that much. I don't like too much risk. Well, but here's the here's the problem. Right now, in mm-hmm. this environment, all I can tell you you can do with zero risk, zero risk. Is, we just mentioned it. Is to go to a, a federally insured deposit institution, and you're going to get less than 1% per year on your money. You won't even let her use the Vanguard Ultra Short Bond Fund that they maybe, but that's yielding one, yeah, you know, and a quarter. Yeah, I mean, this is the conundrum that you face, uh, Joanne. Is as Don said, if you you call us up and say how to invest it, and I'm very conservative, that really is your a, a, a very 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 ultra short bond fund or. A CD of some kind is really your only alternative. Mm-hmm. That's about it. And it means you don't make money. We all want to make money, and we don't want to take risk. But the reality is, if you don't want to take risk, you cannot expect to make literally any money. After inflation, you may even lose. And by the way, for, to get the best rates on the CDs, I just go to bankrate.com. They list mm-hmm. them right there. You could do it very quickly and very easily. Yeah, I saw the best. I hope that helps. But the yeah, best two-year rate to tell you. was 0.75%. Best two-year rate. Means no loss, though. Thanks for the call, Joanne. We really appreciate it. 855-935-8255 is our phone number. 855-935-TALK. We want magic. This is one of our problems as, as a species. We want to believe in magic. We have for thousands of years. But when it comes to investing, there is no magic. If you want safety... I want the pill that's going to make me better looking, younger, and lose weight, and make money in the market. Is there one available? You know, a, a couple of, or a thousand some odd years ago, there was a wizard named Merlin. He could do that for you. Tom and Don are talking real money. Tom and I created Vestry to help everyone become a better investor, even those who will never be clients. Let one of our advisors help you start your financial plan or solve a money problem free with no obligation or high-pressure sales pitch at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. And you know me, I have to look stuff up. I am always curious, and and even though I knew Brian was kind of out there a little, uh, I was curious about his claim that 209 countries are going to back their currency with gold. And uh, well, there's not that many. I don't know that there are 209 countries in the first place, but okay. I, I guess if you count all of them in Africa yeah. and 
yeah, all the Pacific Islands. I don't know how many countries. Well, you know, now you made me. Oh, now dimensional, gonna... I think, is only invested in 130, I think, or something. But at any rate. Oh, hold it's... on. No, now I have to know. There are... <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad this there, is entertaining there are, to you. There are 197 countries in the world. I, I think I just said something <laughs> like that. Yeah. So, But okay. how many countries back their currency with gold, would you think, these days? Well, I already know the answer. You know the you answer. gave it to me, so I don't want it's to be dishonest one, about acting surprised. One, one yeah. country backs their yeah. currency with gold. So rush out and buy, get, put all your money in Lebanese currency, whatever the Lebanese dollar is called. It's Lebanon. That's it. Lebanon. All right. There you go. Take uh, your plane and fly it right over there. Yeah. <laughs> Lebanon. 855-935-TALK, our phone number. Brian. Not Brian. Oh, Brian Looks like brain. a Brian back Vicky, there. welcome to Talking <laughs> Real Money. <laughs> oh, Vicky, how are you? Oh, I'm doing all right. Um, it's a little bit late for me, but um, how would a person who doesn't have a lot of money get started investing? Is there a minimum amount they need to save up to start investing? or? Um, Not today. The reason why I say it's... Okay, because um, way back in my 40s, I'm now in my 60s, um, I went through a divorce and was suddenly uh, living paycheck to paycheck. All the thoughts of how to save for retirement had gone out the window. And so I'm wondering, I know there's probably other people in that same situation. How do they get started investing and... Um, because right now I have very little for retirement, but how much? If someone okay, else how much? That but, same, yeah, about, about how um, much? Oh, let's see. I think I've got about seventeen thousand dollars. <laughs> okay, well, well you got more than enough to invest. Okay, but let me ask you another question before Don even gives you the answer. I'm not. No, I'm investing. gonna let you give her the answer. Well, I mean, part would you have an emergency fund, something to fall back on should there be an issue with your paycheck? I do have an emergency fund of about uh, okay. two to three thousand dollars. And what is that your I annual cost of living, roughly? So, What's your annual pardon? cost of living, Vicky? What's your annual cost of living, um, roughly? Roughly. Being as I re- just recently retired, uh, I'm still trying to figure that out. <laughs> um, okay. I, oh, Vicky, uh, Vicky, Vicky, Vicky. Oh. And yes. do you have any credit card debt or other loans? I have about 3000 in credit card and only a mortgage. Great. Okay. And I mean, um, I'm currently in a situation where even though I retired from my main um, job, which uh, was a government one, um, mm-hmm. I am working part-time now. And that's how I'm finally getting some savings going on. So got it. Okay, now, Vic, uh, but Vicky, how much do you make a year? Let's not talk about your cost of living. Just between social, are you taking social security? I just started that last November. Okay, social and security. Being do you have as a pension? I don't need that to live on. Uh, the pensions come to about six hundred dollars a month. Okay, and how much do you make from your employment? Um, my employment, uh, last year I made $40,000. Oh, part-time? On my, uh, on my part-time, yep. Well, good for you. 
Good Thank for you. you. Then it really does sound to me like right now you need to keep that entire $17,000 in a relatively safe investment like the Vanguard short-term bond fund that Tom was talking about or the ultra short-term bond fund. You don't really want to stretch right now. You really don't. If you can save your social security, you don't, you said you don't need that. If you can start saving that on a monthly basis, then you might want to put that in a Vanguard target date fund, like the 2025 or, or 2030, or... Here's another idea, because it sounds like what she's wanting is some sort of automated... You could mm -hmm. do one of the robos. You could do a Roth IRA, for example, at Betterment or or uh, the Acorns or one of those right, where but, it's all but, automated. The money goes but, in. It's, it's But Vanguard, Vanguard or Fidelity will do automated investing. They will do automatic okay. uh, that withdrawals from your checking account or whatever and get that automatically invested But how would she get started with that at Vanguard? That I don't know. You can just I set up the account online, and then it, it's the same thing. There is a box that says uh, uh, automatic withdrawals from checking. And then you could set up a Roth IRA that way, which would be the first place to go if you have income. Yeah, it really would. It would be a great place to go because then the money can grow tax-free. And I would look at something like the, well, since you're going to try and survive for a while without Social Security, you could look out to the 2035 target date fund, get yeah, a little bit a more idea. growth there, but not a really aggressive portfolio. Do it in a Roth and do it just regular monthly contributions of whatever your Social Security is. So you just go to Vanguard.com, open a Roth IRA, set up automatic withdrawals, and put the money in the 2035 target date fund. Or at Fidelity, too. They have the same kind of thing, either place. Thanks for the call. We really appreciate it. Virginia, you're next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi. I'm another Hi. conservative senior looking for safe fixed income. Okay. And I was wondering if you ever recommend uni bonds or government agency bonds. I've bought those in the past. They're always called, but um, sometimes you can get a pretty good rate. Well, you can't now. You can't now. Nothing. You can't get. Not, you can't not get a big individual rate. paper. I would only use municipal bonds if I had substantial income or a tax situation, because you really have to. Those pay less because they're paying you tax-free interest, then being in, for example, just an intermediate-term bond fund, the, the, the payout, the interest rate is going to be less on the municipals because you're getting the money tax-free, if you will. So it, it, ha it takes a somewhat special situation to have municipal bonds in your portfolio. That's how I'd put it, Don. Yeah, and uh, the thing is, if you... What? You're, if you're going out buying individual bonds, you are going to be subject to the craziness of that market where there are huge markups and markdowns. Uh, if you buy an individual bond at issuance and hold it until maturity or call, as you've said has happened in the past, they can give you a, a decent income. But today on government agency paper, you're going to look at a, 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 a 10 year government agency bond at just over 2%. A, a tax exempt municipal bond of any kind of quality at just over one percent. Does that make sense? Yeah, I hadn't checked them in a couple of months, and um, the rates are just pathetic. It, yeah, it's really but, hard to get any safe fixed income. Well, no, but it's always been hard. It's just been an illusion because inflation has been high and been eating up those fixed incomes. Uh, but fixed income has it. It has. Safety has to come with a price, and the price is yield. 
you can't have absolute safety and no and a, and a high yield. It's just we've been led to believe that's possible because Wall Street has been so bad about telling the truth, and we've been lucky. But uh, it, it just doesn't exist. It really doesn't. I wish it did. You've got to take some risk to get some return. Thanks for the call. Tom and Don are talking real money. Want a free copy of my book, Financial Physics? Well, go download it right now at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. And you know, for one of the first times in, in recent history, we're actually looking at the reality of investing really clearly. Uh, that yields are low on safe investments, but they've always been that way. It just looked different. So you got to be careful. And as far as taxes go and, you know, getting into municipal bonds, there's a place for them, but there's only a special place for them. And you have to understand that. That's why we're marrying real investing to less taxing with a new class we're doing on the 29th of April. That's at noon. Don and I will be doing uh, looking at proper portfolio construction from a tax standpoint using exchange-traded funds. Why Roth IRAs might make sense. Again, trying to place particular assets in particular types of accounts. All of those things you really do need to know about. Less taxing, investing. TalkingRealMoney.com is a place to sign up. TalkingRealMoney.com. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, knowing can accurately and consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.